You got to be like Showtime. Good morning, good morning. Welcome to the Showtime Lakers podcast. This is Travis James. It is Saturday morning, July 8th. And we have a lot to talk about. Last night, we got to see the Lakers back in action, our first summer league game. We got to see the debut of Lonzo Ball, the return of Brandon Ingram. And there's, there's, there's a lot going on. The rookies got to play. Um, you know, unfortunately, the Lakers lost last night. But we have a lot to talk about. We have free agency news. Um, so I'm going to be a little quick today. Uh, the Lakers play again tonight. So I just want to touch on a couple things. But first things first, last night, the Lakers played the Clippers in the Summer League. First game of the Las Vegas Summer League for the Lakers. And Lakers, they've been talking about they want to win the championship. They want to do have all these goals for Summer League. We want to start with our winning culture now. And they really want that to happen in Summer League. Now... Last night, if you didn't see the game, the Lakers lost 96-93 to to the Clippers. But there were a lot of encouraging things. I know the main attraction was Lonzo Ball, but before I get into Lonzo, I want to just talk about all the great things also. I want to talk about the pros. Um, man, the biggest thing that caught my eye last night, Thomas Bryant. Thomas Bryant. He was our second-round pick out of Indiana. And... Earlier this week, I was really down about the Lakers letting go of Tariq Black, but I'm starting to see why. Um, I, I believe the Lakers are really high on Thomas Bryant, and last night he showed why. Last night he brought so much energy to the floor. He showed the range from the three-point line. He was athletic. He was explosive. Played defense. He grabbed rebounds. He was the catalyst for a lot of the Lakers' success last night. And essentially, he just looks like a longer, taller, more athletic Tariq Black with the, with more range to a shot as well. So I think the Lakers may have found another second-round steal, as they always do, in Thomas Bryant. Um, as far as the other rookies, there were, there were some solid moments. There were definitely some solid moments. Um, Josh Hart, he really didn't make too much of an impact last night, but um, I'm pretty sure as time goes on, he's gonna uh, he's gonna really round out. His shot wasn't really working last night, but I have all faith that Josh Hart, he's a gamer, so I believe later on the line, uh, the more custom he gets to the NBA pace, I think he'll improve. Um, Kyle Kuzma. Um, he brought a lot of energy himself. I mean, he was all over the place. Um, not always a good thing. He was out of position a lot, but I, I just I see a lot of potential there with him. Um, I was really shocked last night. Uh, David Nwaba. I really thought he would play more last night. Um, I really felt like the Lakers want to develop him as a solid rotational player. Um, as always, he brought a lot of energy, but I was real surprised last night that he did not play much. Um, Vander Blue, um, I think he needs more time in the D-League. I mean, he brings a lot of energy, and he definitely is. He he looks the part of a scorer, but I don't know. Uh, 
where he would fit in the Lakers lineup, the rotation right now. So I'm really not sure what we're going to do there with him. Uh, Travis Ware, um, he's a solid guy. I don't really see him being on the Lakers team. Unfortunately, he just doesn't. I just don't see it with him. But I want to talk about my biggest disappointment. And surprisingly, it's not Lonzo Ball. I know a lot of people are going to get to Lonzo later, but my biggest disappointment last night was Ivaka Zubak. I was looking for Zoo to come out here and dominate the summer league. I thought he was really going to show that he was going to push Brooke Lopez for that starting center position. I thought this was the year. And Zubik, Zubak looked so out of shape. Didn't, didn't look explosive. I mean, he didn't get any lift off the ground. He wasn't aggressive. He looked so lost. He looked nothing like the player that we saw at the end of the year that was getting double-doubles, that was scoring, grabbing rebounds. He just looked nothing like it. And I don't know if he just hasn't hit the gym this summer, but, man, he looked out of shape. He he really looked like he did not come to play, looked uncoordinated. Like, I don't, I don't know what's going on there. Um, it's definitely worrisome because I was looking for him to make a big impact this year uh, for the Lakers. I thought he was really going to push Brooke Lopez, really push for some minutes. But if last night's any indication, then I think Zoo may have taken a couple steps back. I really think so. Uh, but my biggest pro last night, Brandon Ingram. Um, why is he even playing in summer league? <laughs> um, I know we wanted to get him some extra work, but man, he looks like a man amongst boys. Um, his shot, I know they've been working on his shot, but his shot looks, it looks better. Um, I know he was only one for four from three, but if you just look at his shot, last year it looked like he had a little bit of a hitch in his shot, but now it's really looking like they really work with it. And I, I really see him being a 37% three-point shooter this year. Um, but he just looks so confident. He looks stronger. Um, looked, looked a little little bigger, but definitely looks stronger, um, more aggressive. And he was just attacking. And if last night's any indication, if that translates to the season, then we will not miss D'Angelo um, from a scoring aspect. Um, if last night is how... Brandon Ingram is going to play this year. I see a 20-point score. I see the beginning of the future. It's just going to look even more enticing if we're really looking to get LeBron James, Paul George in the future. Brandon Ingram looked so good last night. He was a man amongst boys. Not going to lie. When he went down at the end of the game with that calf injury, I was I was scared. I was so scared <laughs> that... Uh, we got an injury and that he might be out for some time, but luckily it was only cramps. But um, big uh, big ups to Magic Johnson for making sure he got out the game because we definitely don't want anything to happen to B.I. So Brandon is really looking good. Um, I really see him being a 20-point scorer if he keeps with this confidence and this attacking nature that he's shown so far. I think he could definitely be a 20-point scorer, which is what we need. We need somebody to be our go-to guy. I think Brooke Lopez is going to be able to definitely score 17 to 19 to 20 points a game um, because he's just he's an offensive player. He can score in the post. He can shoot the three now. So he has that arsenal, and he's going to get a lot of looks. 
especially in this offense and especially with Lonzo on the team. Now, speaking of Lonzo, there was a lot of hype surrounding Lonzo and everybody expected him to come out. And I don't know if people expect him to drop 30 points and 10 assists and 10 rebounds. I don't know what your expectations were of Lonzo. My expectations were we were going to see his passing. We were going to see his potential as the quarterback of this offense. And I saw that. I know everybody's going to talk about these two for 15, one for 11 from three. His shot's broken. Um, scored five points. Okay. That's that. But I've watched the summer league for a while. Rookies come in, and they don't always shoot well. A lot of rookies don't shoot well in their first year in the league. It's a big adjustment. Lonzo shot good from three in college. The line's closer. The guys are shorter. The arms are shorter. We're looking at the best athletes, the best defenders in the world in the NBA. I don't expect Lonzo to be a scorer for us. I'd be surprised if he scored 10 points a game for us. That w- I, w- I would really be surprised if he scored 10 points a game for us as a rookie. But what I did see last night was Lonzo is going to really open up opportunities for the Lakers. I mean, first play of the game. I mean, we're throwing a oop to Ingram. How many times did we see that last year? How many times did we see such an aggressive play look so easy? And if you look throughout the first half of the game, Lonzo was finding people, and his passing was contagious. How many times did we see the ball stop last year between Clarkson, between Lou Will, between D'Lo, between Randall? The ball stopped a lot, and the ball didn't stop last night with Lonzo. He pushed, the, he pushed the ball. His outlet passes were on point. He was really finding a lot of his teammates. And that's where he's going to be effective. That's where he's going to make his impact this year and possibly next year too. I am okay with him struggling from the field last night. I'm totally okay with it. I'm not looking for him to be our scorer. I'm not looking for him to be D'Angelo Russell. I know everybody saw D'Angelo in the stands and the crowd, and we're missing him. And I didn't want him to go either because I wanted him to be our starting two guard. But Lonzo's going to be okay. Let's not push the panic button. Lonzo's going to be okay. We knew he was going to struggle with his shot early on. And they're going to work with his shot this season. They're going to work with the next offseason, kind of like they did with Brandon now. But Lonzo looked like the facilitator we need this year. My biggest concern is the expectations that have been placed upon him by Magic. Magic is proclaiming to be this future Hall of Famer, and then the fans look disappointed. They sound disappointed when he comes out here and goes 2 for 15, 1 for 11 from 3. We need to scale back these expectations and just understand, like, Lonzo is going to go through his ups and downs. Brandon went through his ups and downs last year. D'Angelo went through his ups and downs. So many great players went through ups and downs as rookies. And granted, it's Summer League, but Summer League isn't fit for Lonzo to look good. The scorers are who show out in Summer League. 
last year. Chris Dunn is a scorer. He showed out in summer league. What are you doing the season? You know? So, I'm okay. I'm okay with Lonzo. Lonzo's probably going to play better tonight. Hopefully his shot is working. I mean, he got looks. And he's going to get those looks off season because people think his jump shot is broke. So, he's going to get the looks. We just got to start nailing him. So, last night I wasn't worried. I was very encouraged with the way we played, the aggression, the energy. And that's what I want to see all season. Last year, we when we started out 10-10, and 10, we saw a lot of energy every game. And, you know, when we started to lose and go on these losing streaks, it was because we didn't have energy. We didn't play with energy. I think we have a group of guys now that are going to play with energy every game. And if not, Magic and Rob are going to ship them out. There's a culture that they're trying to build. It's going to be about effort, about chemistry, about pushing the ball, about energy, playing defense. And I think we have a group of guys here to do that. Now, the Lakers play the Celtics tonight. The hype, the media, everybody's going to be there because it's going to be Lakers-Celtics. It's going to be Tatum put up against Lonzo. Who's going to play better? Um, don't buy into the hype. <laughs> don't buy into the hype. I know Lakers fans, they're all out in Vegas. And on a side note, who, what fan base is greater than the Lakers fan base? I mean, what what team's fans travel to the Summer League and out there treating it like it's a first round, second round, finals game? Like, it was so encouraging to see all the Lakers fans out there last night. But anyway, tonight, Lakers Celtics. Lonzo's going to play better. It's going to be on ESPN or ESPN 2, 8.30 Eastern Time, 5.30 Pacific Time. But I'm going to move on because I want to touch on a couple more things. Free agency. I know a lot of Lakers fans are pushing the panic button because we haven't signed anybody. We've gotten rid of a lot of people. Um, we got a lot of rookies in, filling out the roster. We have Brooke Lopez on the team now. We don't have any guards. <laughs> Our guards right now are Lonzo, Josh Hart, and Jordan Clarkson. <laughs> we need a backup point guard. We need a starting two guard. Um, I don't. I don't want Jordan Clarkson being my starting two guard. I want him being my sixth man. Um, granted, he played well some at the end of last year, but if I want to be a playoff team, I don't want Jordan as my starting two guard. Um, Contavious Caldwell Pope, I know I butchered that name, but KCP, he's a free agent now. Detroit renounced his rights, so he is on the market. And if I'm the Lakers, we have to get all over that. I know we're out here trying to offer one-year deals, but send him a one-year, $20 million offer and get him in by Monday because the Nets are after him and we need a starting two guard. KCP, he's a great shooter. He can score in a variety of ways. He's not a big ball handler, but he can score. And he plays defense. That's two things we were lacking from our two guard last year. 
Nick Young did a good job. He can shoot. Um, I think KCP is slightly a better scorer than Nick Young at this point in his career. Um, definitely is a better defender, more athletic. So we need to go ahead and pony up one year, $20 million. Hopefully KCP will accept that offer, but we need him in here. Um, I know there's been a lot of talk about Rondo, and I'm okay with signing Rondo, but our main priority needs to be getting a two-guard in here. Um, and if Rondo wants to sign for less, um, then, you know, I'll have no problem with Rondo coming in and backing up Lonzo. But we need to get KCP in here to be our two-guard. He can provide that scoring punch and that defensive mentality that can help us to surprise some people this year and maybe compete for the eighth seed. If you put KCP in that starting lineup with Ingram improving, Brooke Lopez there, Randall improving with his new body, being in shape and running the floor, with Lonzo getting in the ball, I really feel we can push for eighth, seventh seed. Um, not saying we're going to make the playoffs, but I know we'll at least be in competition. Uh, we won't be a 25-26 win team anymore, but we need KCP in here. We haven't made any moves. Uh, messed out on Deion Waiters. Looks like the, all the rumors with Jamal Crawford, uh, the interest is dying down. KCP, I'm telling you, KCP will be a great fit on this team. And we need to pony up, send them that money. The biggest thing here is Caldwell Pope is represented by Rich Paul, who is also LeBron James' agent. So KCP is under LeBron James's agency, sports agency. So see that connection there. This could work well with getting LeBron to come over to the Lakers and work well with Paul George signing. Imagine a lineup, Lonzo Ball, KCP, Paul George, LeBron James, Brandon Ingram. I mean, granted, KCP is probably going to go be our sixth man at that point. Probably ship Randall out. But that is a lineup that can compete for a championship. As long as everybody develops. I mean, there's so much flexibility with this team. We're young. I think we can do big things. But we have to start making moves and bringing people in here. We need bodies in here. KCP would be an amazing, amazing pickup. So Magic, if you are hearing me, Rob, if you ever hear this, let's go for KCP. One year, $20 million. Let's get him in here and let's start making it happen for this season. Let's not wait till next year to try to make the playoffs. Let's make a move this year. One year contract leaves us our flexibility. Get him in here. All right. So outside of that, um, I saw a lot of memes and stuff last night about D'Angelo Russell. D'Angelo was in attendance for the Lakers Summer League game last night. And I haven't been able to really say how much I hated that trade. I feel we should have got more. I didn't want to get rid of D'Angelo. I felt he could have been our two guard for the future. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. He's gone. It's over. But what do you think was going through his mind last night watching Lonzo struggle? You know, 
D'Angelo's been in the gym more than he's been his whole career ever since he got traded. I think the light finally went off. And I think D'Angelo is out to make the Lakers regret trading him. I know there's going to be a lot of Lakers fans upset with Lonzo struggles during the season and D'Angelo's putting up 20 points, 25 points a game in Brooklyn, which he has the opportunity to. He's going to have the ball in his hands. He's going to be their main scoring option. But it's going to be interesting to see. But I'm going to wrap it up here. Lakers Celtics tonight, 8.30 Eastern Time, 5.30 Pacific Time on ESPN. I will be back tomorrow with the recap of tonight's game. Check it out. And this has been the Showtime Lakers podcast. This is our first one. So thank you to everybody who tunes in. If you want to be a guest or you want to come on the podcast and speak your mind as a Lakers fan, feel free to hit me up. Showtime Lakers podcast at gmail.com. And y'all have a great day.